So this is the last episode of Notable Quotables on Peter F. Drucker. I've done one on leadership. I did one on management. I did one on the humorous and profound. And this is part two of the humorous and profound. Just categories of quotes that didn't fit into leadership or management, but still ought to be addressed. So if you stay tuned, I'm going to cover some great quotes. Stay with me. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith. Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so here we're going to talk about a number of additional um, profound and humorous quotes by Peter F. Drucker. The first one is, what cannot be measured cannot be managed. Now, this is really important because if you think about what you need to do in organizations, if you measure things, you manage it. If you don't measure it, if you're not tracking it, if you don't know what your analytics are, you're probably not managing it. Or if you are managing it, you're not managing it efficiently or effectively. So please think about what are those things that need to guide you and then spend time measuring and keeping track of those things. Okay, next, number two, the three most charismatic leaders in this century inflicted more suffering on the human race than almost any trio in history, Hitler, Stalin, and Mao. What matters is not the leader's charisma. What matters is the leader's mission. Okay, so I I put that here instead of in the leadership one because I wanted to cover other things, but I hear from students all the time. They have this idea that, you know, what's the best way of being a leader? You have to be charismatic. No, you don't have to be. You can be an introvert and be a great leader. It just you just have to work that system the way that works for you. So leadership is not about charisma. What matters is the leader's mission. Are you working toward a noble mission? Are you effective in working toward that mission? Those are the things that matter in leadership, not how charismatic you are. Next, follow effective action with quiet reflection. From the quiet reflection will come even more effective action. I think that's very right. There's something profound about that. You have to think and digest. It's it's almost like um, what you do when you sleep at night. When you work all day and then you sleep at night, there's some process in your brain that kind of organizes information and puts things right and, and helps you recover. Same thing here. This quiet reflection helps you understand what you did and how to do it better. So um, many people who are taking action, trying to do the right thing, where they fall down is where they forget to take that quiet reflection in order to build up and be what they should be. Next, the most serious mistakes are not being made as a result of wrong answers. The true dangerous thing is asking the wrong question. Yeah, there's something deep about that. If you ask the wrong question, you're not going to get the right answer no matter how hard you try. So uh, there's a taking a step back from what's the answer to this to what what is the real problem? Are we even asking the right questions to begin with? That's going to give you uh, some greater insight. Okay, next, profit is not the purpose of a business, but rather the test of its validity. Now, I love that quote because there's something very right. Profit is not the end all in the same way that breathing and oxygen is not the end all, but it's a necessary test in order to keep you viable. So as long as you're being profitable, you can go on and serve your mission. You can uh, complete your purpose, serve your purpose, uh, serve your customers because you're making that profit. But don't think that the profit alone is the end all. 
because then you're going to do very different things and you're going to try to maximize that profit in such a way that you're going to quash your customers and, and not serve them as effectively as you should be. Next, look upon every obstacle as part of payment toward your success. Now, that's a really interesting way of thinking about obstacles and difficulties at work because sometimes we just think, oh, if those obstacles weren't there. No, those obstacles are helping you grow and become better and they're helping you um, develop toward that success that you're becoming. So if you if you just factor that in as a cost of doing business along the way of gr growing into that success, it, you you see it differently. You don't see it as oh I wish they weren't here. You see it as that's part you know that's part of my training. It's part of my curriculum in getting to where I'm trying to go. It's a partial payment toward your success. Next, growth that adds volume without improving productivity is fat. Growth that diminishes productivity is cancer. Wow, that is amazing. Growth that adds volume without improving productivity is fat. So if you grow, but you're not really extra more productive, you're getting flabby. Growth that diminishes productivity is cancer. So if you're growing, but you're becoming less productive along the way, what's going on? If you're diminishing productivity, it's eventually going to destroy you. It will kill your business. So you have to have proper growth. Not all growth is good growth, and you have to understand the differences. Okay, absolute size by itself is no indicator of success and achievement, let alone of managerial competence. Being the right size is. So if you're just bigger, bigger does not mean better. It's no indicator of, you know, hey, you've made it. Just being bigger is not right. Being the right size based on what you're doing is where you want to be. And if you're doing that and you're meeting the customer where he is, if you're being productive like you're supposed to be, if you're uh, meeting your purpose, you will grow to the full height that you can grow. And again, it's your growth is going to be dependent on um, the, the what your makeup is, what your DNA is. Think of it like a tree. If you're a certain type of tree, you're going to grow 30 feet. If you're another type of tree, you're going to grow 100 feet. If you're another type, type of tree, maybe only two feet. So it depends on what is in your purpose and your DNA and with customers you're, you're seeking to please. So, but just thinking, oh, well, I'm a redwood. Maybe you're not supposed to be a redwood. Maybe you're an oak. Maybe you're a pine. It's, you have to understand what it is that you're trying to do and what the DNA and your purpose and your customer is in order to understand whether you're at the right size or not. Next, no one has ever failed to find the facts that they're looking for. <laughs> I love the way the Drucker puts things because that's right. I mean, if you've ever been in a meeting where people are trying to um, prove their point or prove their argument and one faction's going one way and another faction's going another way, yeah, they're finding facts that fit their purposes. They're always going to find facts that fit their purposes. Okay, next, do your best and outsource the rest. Now, this is really important. If you do what you're supposed to be doing and you just spend your time doing that and you let other people do other things rather than what you're best at, you're going to be optimally efficient. Now, you can't always do that, particularly if you're an entrepreneur, chief cook, and bottle washer, but to the degree that you can do that, you optimize. Next, it's better to pick the wrong priority than none at all. And that sounds like terrible advice. That sounds very bizarre. I mean, it sounds almost like, why are you saying that? But think about this. If you are taking a strategy, taking action, moving toward that, and it's not the optimal strategy, but you're still moving, you're learning, you're growing, you're encountering obstacles, you're making mistakes, but you're growing toward that thing. 
eventually you can adjust and move somewhere else. But it's better to be doing that, to pick up the wrong priority and be working toward that and achieving and growing than to pick none at all and just be floundering. Or worse, have 20 priorities and being you know so diffused that you can't accomplish any of them. Okay, next, and this is the final one. It's amazing how many things busy people are doing that will never be missed. And this is a common theme with Drucker because, um, you know, you don't have to be doing everything. Sometimes I think that um, when, when you think that you're busy, you feel like you're actually achieving something, but you can't confuse motion with progress. It's not the same. Only activities that bring you toward your goal should be engaged in. Everything else should be set aside. So if it's not moving you forward in your objectives toward what you're trying to accomplish, it doesn't matter how wonderfully you do it. Stop doing it and do those things that will bring in more revenue, more people, more whatever it is that you're trying to do. That's how you achieve efficiency. Okay, so thank you for listening to this short episode. If you want uh, a link to all of these um, quotes, they're at the bottom. There's a link that'll bring you to all these quotes. Thank you for your time. I hope this helps you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. And if you haven't listened to all these episodes where Drucker on leadership, Drucker on management, uh, the first iteration, the first half of Drucker's humor and uh, interesting ideas, uh, they're all linked in the previous episodes. Please listen to them. And I, I hope that this really encourages you and gives you a lot of food for thought so that you can be a better leader.